Hello, hello, hello. Hi there. We're the Radical Remnant. Everyone, anyone, one God. Welcome to our podcast channel. Today, we bring you a playback of Sunday's Charge Up. We hope that you listen with your spirit and are blessed. Isaiah 61 verse 3 is one of the scriptures that we read at the beginning of this transformational process. It says, to bestow on them a crown of beauty. And the word that I want to stick out to everyone is instead, 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 okay? Instead of ashes. So beauty instead of ashes. The oil of joy instead of mourning. A garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. Don't start from there. Um, and today, more than the other days, I am heavily reliant on the navigation of the Holy Spirit in where he would like for us to go. I sense it when the community is heavy. I sense it. I always sense it. Um, and I know whether or not you guys call me, chat with me, ask for counseling sessions, I know. In fact, when you are the most quiet is when I know you are, things are heavy. Because you guys are chatty when things are cool. <laughs> you know, because you're able to intelligently at least articulate it. But how many of you know that sometimes it can just get so messy you don't know where to start. You can't quite pinpoint this is the problem. And even when you can, to communicate it to another person will make you just sound like you've actually lost your mind. And many times for the remnant, the core of this community, I keep saying that as Nigerians will see, we have a lot of over, over sabi and overthinking, over kaku kind people here. So we are the kind of people that even when we ask for counseling, we want to at least diagnose ourselves to an extent so that when we ask for help, it's just the end of the help. It's, we've walked it to a point. We now go to a point where, okay, I need the end of, you know, it's like when you have a math equation, you've done three quarters of it and they're like three steps you can't figure out. So I know for a fact that whether or not we say it, we communicate it, there has been a certain heaviness even through the conversations about transformation. And it's okay. I would liken it to a rubbish heap, right? Where you're trying to find like a pearl. And, and if anybody has been through those spaces in places like Lagos, where you're going past those um, highways, those motorways, those bridges, and you turn to your left and you just see like a big mountain, a heap of rubbish, all kinds of rubbish. Imagine that, visualize that, and understand that in many cases, that's the way our souls are, okay? And the rubbish, the problem is that the rubbish doesn't look like rubbish. It doesn't, it's not, the kind of rubbish that you will instinctively know may be smelly. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Because as human beings, we've perfected the art of what 
society calls packaging. Even as Christians, we've perfected the art of packaging. So even when we go to church, like I said, we know how to act, sound, praise, sing, communicate the way we think we should communicate, the way we think we should look. There's a certain script that is unspoken that we all somehow started to follow that may not have been of the spirit. Emphasis on me. In some cases, it was, okay? And so trying to sort between what is of the spirit and what somehow is of the world, camouflaging as the spirit is very complicated. And that's why sometimes this kind of process, this transformational conversation is complex because to sift and to sort just feels heavy, guys. Am I, am I, am I right? It just seems heavy. How do we know which one is God and which one is self and which one is the world? How? how? And you see, like Anna said, I think, I strongly believe rather, that the clarification comes in that quiet sitting down, that honest dialogue. That is why the Bible is saying, give your life to Christ. It's saying, a person. that's why we have this dialogue about a personal relationship. The intention wasn't for all of us to be the same sound the same or act the same. We are of one family, but I'm sure many of you that have siblings will see that sometimes you, you and your siblings are different as night and day, right? The intention, God's intention from the get-go in making us individuals and being, God is so vast, so vast and so mighty and so powerful that he would hate to be limited to us being clones of each other, to us following a very watered down script of his originality, of his power. So the challenge for us is to sit, to sift, to sort and say, what goes? What stays? What do I need to work on? What needs to be enhanced? What do I need to shut down? Where do I need courage? Where do I need help? Where do I need practice? Where do I need consistency? And in everything to say, I abandon the law and I embrace grace. You see, because once you free yourself of the burden of the law, of the burden of performance, of the burden of pretense, of the burden of looking like, acting like, sounding like, being like, being there. You become free enough to start hearing what God is saying. And that's why when we spoke about the deep end, I said, and I was speaking from my heart when I said, look, the temptation is to cleave to the old, to stay where it's safe, where you can, in your mind, predict, right? Where the voices are the voices you are familiar with. But to abandon those voices 
and come deeper where you are holding on to God and God alone. That is where peace is. That is where grace is. And my hope is that over the last six weeks, we've done some, albeit light conversation. Please, I'm not even asking that the conversation, for some of us, it may not even have been as deep as Anna's own conversation. We may not have gotten there yet. And remember, it's a personal walk. My conversation, my process will not, cannot, should not be like Anna's process. Because my, tra my transformation journey and my relationship with God, my spiritual DNA in that regard is unique. My purpose is unique. Mega's purpose is unique. Jonathan's purpose is unique, right? So what I would like for all of us to do, courageously, I use the word courageously, is just write three things in no order, in no perfect articulation that need your attention. Through the last six weeks, different things would have popped up, you know, as we've been talking, as we've been sharing, praying. Three things that you just know need attention. Just three things, okay? They need attention, um, not necessarily fixing. It just needs attention. It might be your, your perspective of grace. It might be your perspective of yourself. I don't want to like impose anything in your head. I'm just throwing things out there that may now resonate or help you figure things out. But three things that you, you think need attention. For someone, it might be forgiving yourself. You know, forgiving yourself just of whatever it is that you are carrying. And you're asking God to, to just remove something you need peace about to move forward. Something that is just like a blockage of, of progress because you need, you can't seem to forgive yourself. For someone, it might just be the way you've been spoken to growing up, your, your perception of yourself in terms of you may be thinking you're not good enough thinking you won't amount to anything. And so whenever we speak about God's love and God's purpose for your life, it just sounds outlandish. It sounds like that could be for everybody else, but not me. You know, um, it could be that when you pray you and you read the word, you believe that God is, but you can't seem to align that God is for you, that God has you in mind. You feel unseen you feel unheard, you feel too unworthy. And so the concept of grace is something that just, you just, you're like, this sounds cute, Lamy. I hear you, but I'm not good enough. I, I don't know how, I don't, I hear you. I say, I hear you saying that I just need to believe, but Lamy, I'm struggling. I'm just, I just feel like I'm too unworthy. I'm too filthy. I'm, I, I'm, I feel too ashamed. For someone, it might be voices. We spoke about voices. We talked about voices when we spoke about the deep end. And we talked about how for some people, they're just programmed to certain voices. For some people, it could be the voices of parents. Some people have been verbally abused. Some people may be the abuser. 
you feel like maybe you've hurt someone, you've offended somebody, you've broken someone, and you can't forgive yourself for it. Voices. For some people, it's addiction. It's an addiction or some addictions that try as you might, you haven't been able to break it. You've tried different things. You've fasted, you've prayed, you've applied the word, but all together is not working. And you find it difficult to, to balance your relationship with God with that side of you that you feel is too dark. For some people, it's just a void. It's just a void, um, might be depression even, maybe that your mental health is struggling and there's a void and you're asking God to restore unto you the joy of salvation. You want joy. The scripture I read says a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. The oil of joy instead of mourning. For some people, it has been that they've been in a funk since COVID that they can't shake off. They're lonely. Um, and, and if you're a Christian, I think this might even be something that is generally for everyone, is that you feel lonely because nobody's thinking like you, talking like you, sounding like you. And so you are lonely. The things you want to do, you want to go watch a movie with friends without any layers, without you know, any drugs being shared, um, without sex being the issue, without anybody having feelings, you just want pure fun and you are lonely and it's miserable and nobody understands. Um, I know that that is something a lot of us as Christians, especially in this day and age phase. So the things that you are saying make you just, you sound mad because what everybody is caring about and wondering about is not what's in your heart and you're looking for a community and even though you know that the radical remnant exists we don't see each other and so you feel disconnected and it's a valid concern for some people it's a relationship maybe your heart was broken and you feel too you don't want to sound weak you know um for us men, I think, I say us because you are my children still. Um, I also think there are different things that men grapple with that are unique to them. And I think that a lot of times men are expected to be strong, have it figured out, be in control. And, and that in and of itself is an issue. So I just want us to spend the next two minutes just write down three things, three things that, it doesn't mean there aren't other things, but three things that are heavy in your heart that you think just need attention. For someone, it might be that you feel lost. I'm saying so many things and you might have found your three things while I've been talking. Um, for someone, it might be that you just feel lost. You, you feel lost. You don't know where, where you're going and where you're coming from still looks messy. And you just can't, it, everything just seems messy. Um, you feel like God is quiet. And you're wondering if God can hear you. you. You're asking for plans. You're asking for structure. And you are asking for answers. And things just seem quiet. So. 
once you have your three things please just indicate by putting your hand up you know just raising your hand so that I know that um, I can move forward I don't want to leave anyone behind praise God the Bible says write a vision make it plain that those who see it may run with it there's power in writing things down I promise you and as you start this transformational journey I know that there's a voice in your head that may be saying this is how you started last year you've done this thing before okay just be writing no problem there's a voice in your head maybe you even started a new journal right and there might be a voice saying mm, it doesn't matter how many new notebooks you have it's me and you you are still the same person nothing will change tell that voice shut up tell the voice shut up over there as you write i tell you by the blood of jesus the boundary lines are moving as you begin to write god is moving god is moving god is moving bible says we walk by faith and not by sight and as we write we are writing by faith writing by faith for those who haven't raised their hands if you're having um, challenges articulating send me a personal message i will respond okay um but while in the interest of time the next thing i want you to do is this beside each thing ask yourself why the title of today's sorting out the title of today's charge up is sorting out so remember i said today we're rolling up our sleeves we're working and when the bible says be transformed by the renewing of your mind the mind is part of the soul the soul is your thinker your feeler your chooser and we said it is a continuous process so we are no longer just going to show up at charge up listen and then face the whole week confused we're not doing that anymore that time has passed it's not happening again we are working with the Holy Spirit, through the Holy Spirit, for God to be better. We are trusting that we are being transformed by the renewing of our mind. So the Bible says faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. We've been hearing the word of God. And now the Bible says that those who hear and don't do, God is not pleased with them, right? So we are now moving into the doing part. Okay, so beside the three things, ask yourself why. Again, remember, this is not a space for um, over, it's not a space for intelligence, it's a space for honesty. So your why, maybe you don't know, your why may be something someone said, your why may be society, your why may be laziness, your why may be, I don't know, an experience, I don't know. Okay, maybe lack of understanding. Why you struggle with those things. Okay, so if, for example, what you struggle with is forgiving yourself, the question would be, why are you struggling with forgiving yourself? And remember, like I said, it's not about being intelligent, it's about being honest, it's about being sincere. 
why do I struggle? I'm saying things that I can relate to a bit. Um, there's, there's a certain situation in my life that I, you know, I remember, it's just there in the corner of my brain. And while I know God says he has forgiven me for it, I feel like I hurt someone, so it stays in my head, right? And if I ask myself, why do I struggle with forgiving myself? I, I have to now say, okay, um, you know, maybe it'd be easier. Maybe I would feel it would be easier if God came and smacked my hand or something and then said, you know, after you've done that, I've punished you. Um, now you can go. Um, maybe I struggle with even deserving the forgiveness. Okay. And this is, remember that we're having conversations about grace. Grace means just accepting it and that's tough. And we all accepted that it's tough, okay? And if you're struggling again with anything, please just send me a direct message. Or if you're okay, you can unmute and I'm happy to, to work through it with you, to workshop it with you. And for some things you may not get the answer and that's fine too. While you're doing that, how many people were at charge up last Sunday? Anybody? Great. So essentially what we are going to do, if, you, if you're done with the whys, if, just leave your hand up. So I, I can see six hands up, yeah? So if you're done with the whys as well, just leave your hand up. Again, if you, if you think it needs more time, that's also okay. Because we are moving into the meat of transformation that we're moving into the meat of it. And um, it pains me that some people will miss some of these things. My prayer is that people listen to the um, podcast. But even at that, anyway, God is mighty. Um, now, last week, the title of charge of anybody, anybody, anybody. Don't worry, even I forget the title. So when I say anybody, anybody, sometimes it's because me self I need expo, but this one I remember. It's nonsense. Nonsense. And what we spoke about last week is going to directly feed into what we're doing next. Every one that was worth a story, a mention in the Bible. Everyone except Christ did not look like, sound like, or appear like someone that would be inspiring you in the year 2022. Every hero Everyone that we tap into now, centuries later, had one K-leg, one misdemeanor, one error, one sin, one shortcoming, one failure, one inadequacy, mistake, or the other, right? We all have our favorite books in the Bible. 
we all have parts in the Bible that resonate with us, especially in times of difficulty. Scripture that we go to when everything seems to be falling apart. There's certain memory verses that we have. Some of it our parents put in our hearts from young ages. Some of it we stumbled on in difficult times, right? But each of those people would never have imagined that today we would be leaning on them. We would be leaning on their experiences to figure life out. Are you with me? And that just made me realize that the, the concepts, the prisons, the structures that are man-made, that we knowingly or unknowingly have shrunk into or adapted ourselves for or defined ourselves by our nonsense. No one has it figured out. My brothers, my sisters, no one. The person, the only king of kings who is all-knowing, who is almighty is God, Jehovah. Do you understand me? So all that pressure, remember I started this conversation by saying there's been a heaviness. All that pressure, whether it was put on you, whether you somehow found yourself in it, or whether you put it on yourself, please let it go. The lies that were fed to you, well-intentioned or not, the things that society tells you you should be, the things that the world is saying you should have or look like, nonsense. Most importantly, those three things that you've mentioned and the other things that you don't yet have time to mention today, things you told yourself, that you're not valuable, that you're not beautiful, that you don't count, that it's not going to work out, that God isn't going to show up for you. The things you told yourself that you are only born to be average and that's where you belong. The things you've told yourself that this is as far as God can stretch you. This is it. The things you've told yourself, God can forgive you. And so shame is where you belong, guilt, addiction, all that stuff that the blood of Jesus Christ has done as much as it can. Nonsense. And then that all too familiar voice that wants to remind you about yesterday, even five minutes ago, that all too familiar voice that only tells you about your shortcomings and your inadequacies, that all too familiar voice that only mentions the things that you haven't yet perfected, 
and doesn't realize that the truth about transformation, the truth about grace is speaking in your life and reminding you that though you are in a body and you possess it, so you are spirit and your spirit is perfect. And that the renewing of your mind has begun. It's time to tell that nonsense that your time is up. Your time is up. Grace abounds. Your time is up. You are talking, you know, it's like that thing that Nigerians say, you're talking, I can't hear you, I'm not understanding. Do you get? Uh -huh. It's like anytime that nonsense pops up, right? You remind that nonsense that grace abounds. So what I want you to do, right? In the next five minutes, if you can, just find a bowl, a jar, a container, whatever. Just go wherever you are now. And this is why I need videos to be on. If this is all you're able to accomplish today is an act of faith. Find a bowl, a jar, a container, you know, um, a box, you know, a shoe box. I don't care as long as it can contain stuff. And scribble on the piece of paper as fast as you can on a piece of paper in different blotches you know, all the nonsense you want to let go of, insecurity, self-doubt, um, addiction, shame, guilt, whatever it is. And I'm going to wait for every single person to do that today. I am not rushing. So remember, we had three main things, right? And these three main things are the things we're going to work on on Thursday. And I'm going to give you homework. But right now, I want us to write down the nonsense, all the nonsense, all the nonsense. Remember I said that reason why you've been feeling so heavy and so burdened, so heavy laden is because there's just a heap of stuff, a heap of stuff. And it's difficult for you to sort through it and find the pearl. And I don't want us to spend too much time on the heap and spend no time on the pearl, the pearls of wisdom that God is giving us. So I want us to write the nonsense and let go of it and then move to the homework of the main pearls of wisdom that God is going to be sharing. Is that good? Are you guys cool with that? Yes. All right. So just scribble it, scribble it, scribble it, wherever you are, just scribble it, scribble it, scribble it, scribble it. If you're somewhere for some reason where you can't, you're not with your notepad, put it in your notebook on your phone and promise yourself, speak out loud wherever you are, even if you look mad. If you have earphones, people think you're talking to someone, say, I promise myself. So talk to yourself. I promise myself, Lamy, that I am going to do this because I owe it to myself, right? Okay, so grab, it can be like, you know, those plastic Evian bottles, get yourself a pair of scissors and just scribble it, scribble it. Whatever it is that you're letting go of, breakup or heartbreak or loneliness, whatever, you know, everybody is different. I don't want to give you my own, you know. If it's one, if you won't have names of people, say if you want to put names, then mm -hmm. somebody broke your heart, you broke someone's heart, you put it there, put it there. You and the Holy Spirit understand how is doing you if it's generational curses family drama um the fear of living in a broken home the fear of a broken marriage the fear of being lonely forever everybody has nonsense that we are saying should not cannot and will not determine what god is going to do in our lives and i really 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 am hoping that everyone is partaking 
in this activity. Yes, Florence, nonsense, just nonsense, 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 nonsense. For some of us, it's just, you know, um, beating yourself up, just being so hard on yourself, so hard. What you won't allow, what you will not condone someone saying to someone else, you say to yourself, the way you talk to yourself, the way you take care of yourself, how you prioritize yourself, you know. These days, I'm trying to learn to talk to myself softly, just like ah, pamper myself, like easy, 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 let me. Because we, some of us grew up in, in homes where there was just pressure and shouting and, and um, deadlines and, and harsh, you know, it wasn't like you were suffering, but just that accomplishment, do this, then do this, then do that. And, and you were never in the moment enjoying yourself and just feeling seen. It wasn't like you had bad parents. It wasn't like you had wicked parents even, but just feeling like, hold on a minute, Hearing I'm proud of you, simple things like that are foreign to some of us. Feeling needed, okay? Feeling heard. And that's why the concept of community and relationships, we need to revamp it in the Christian, in the Christian spaces so that we all learn. If you can't learn to love yourself, you can't learn to be in love with somebody else, to love someone else as a sister, as a friend, as a wife as a husband. So we, we, this is a lot of um, therapizing that we're doing. Forgiving yourself. For some people is asking for help. Pride, pride, foolish pride, arrogance. To say help, I'm drowning. Help, help. Thinking, thinking too much about how you look. some people is forgiving some people have hurt you so much maybe the people who are supposed to protect you affirm you they let you down when you're done with your container if you have at least 10 things in the nonsense heap just put up your hand if you have at least 10 things in the nonsense heap if you have at least 10 things in your nonsense heap put up your hand great great love it love it love it devil is a stinking liar Ta. Great, great, great. Good job, guys. Good job, good job, good job. Now, when we had our first transformation conversation, a lot of us, we, we had a personal contract that we sent. And I know that over time, like I said, everyone, there's been a heaviness. And so I don't want anyone to beat themselves up or to say that, oh gosh, I'm not, even this, I'm failing at it. But I want to read something very quickly as you're writing. Experience. A lot of you are experiencing the attack of revelation. It's an attack when you, when the enemy sees that the truth has been revealed to you. It's like when there's scale, you know how um, in the Bible they say that 
the scales removed from Saul's eyes and he became poor, right? So when the enemy sees that you have a revelation that is going to change your life, sometimes he will increase the volume, you know, to make you feel a bit disoriented. Has anyone here just wave if in the last six weeks, you can't even really see what has been wrong or right. It's just been like this. Anybody? You, you, can't, you can't explain, but it's just been like this. If you try to explain it to someone, you won't. Okay, so Anna, all right. And so this, uh, this attack of revelation is so that you are distracted with stuff in a way that you will never nurture the seed of the revelation. What God desires for you to do is nurture the seed of the revelation, nurture what you are hearing, to soak yourself so much in it. Remember the conversation about the deep end, to soak yourself, to swim so far into the deep end that you can't hear the noise at the shore. What the enemy wants to do is to drag you back to the shore, to keep you there, to keep you in the safe place, the comfort zone, in the cycles, in the mess, just going round and round and round. Do you understand? So you now realize that the battle is here in the mind, the renewing of your mind, right? And the thing is that the seed God is planting is to make you a transformed and productive Christian. That means that the opposite stays true. What the enemy wants is for you to not be transformed, for you to stay the same, stuck in a rut, okay? So the enemy will get you lazy emphasis on that word lazy about renewing your mind he'll get you stuck on silly stuck on stupid excuses stuck on feelings and you look like a defeated punk because you cannot see you do not understand what you carry inside of you you assumed that it was only about you and what you feel no it's about god and what he predestined to do through you for many salvation is exponential it doesn't stop with you you transform to transform and so i would like for all of us to become very obsessed with getting ourselves on the path of transformation so that we can in turn transform do you understand imagine what life would look like if Right now, there were 12 times 12 of us here experiencing transformation. Each person here has 12 people within them and those 12 have their own 12. Do you get my point? Do you guys understand? Do you? So this process of sorting out, this process of transformation is key. And I've been a bit gone shy of saying, let's have, let's continue this transformation conversation and meet on Thursdays because I need you guys to carry each other. I need you to carry each other. Even in your, you know, it's like soldiers dragging, putting someone's arm like this and saying, come with me. Grace will abound for you. And don't let it stop at you. Look in the community and say, who, who else can I just call? And not, don't think the way the world wants you to think in that at this one will be wondering, why, why am I, you know, those kinds of thoughts. Don't think we've moved. We've left all that behind. Do you understand? Love, peace, kindness, 
I just want to drop that in your spirit very quickly before I round up, okay? Before I say this is the assignment. Now, how many people who say they will show up on Thursday will actually show up on Thursday? Because guys, I sacrifice so much and I'm not saying clap for me, I'm doing God's work, but it pains me when we all say we're going to do stuff that we don't do. Because it means I'm, I'm not with my husband, I'm not with my kids, I'm not doing other stuff. How many of us who say we will show up on Thursday will show up because I want us to continue the work so that when we come next Sunday, we grow. I don't want us to keep going back. Hmm? If I says I will, Tennis says I will, Nini says I will. Not every Thursday, this Thursday. This Thursday. We're taking it small, small. Okay? This Thursday seven o'clock now on thursday between now and thursday what i want for you to do is that you see that nonsense bowl heap container i want you to take it very intentionally like you're in a boxing ring do you understand you know how i don't know if you guys have seen those um rage rooms where people work out anger and they wear like a whole thing and they just take a baseball bat and break things they, they use it for anger management. Just imagine that you're in a rage room and all the things that are really annoying you, you are dealing with them, okay? Are you with me? Do you guys, feel free to unmute guys. We're rounding up, so. Yeah. Okay, now write those things intentionally, please, and work on them. And the things that are the three things, if you need, to work through them, book a counseling session. Benga is going to put the link in here. But if you are able to answer the why on your own, go ahead and do that. On Thursday, what we're going to do is now go into it. Do you understand? This is a safe place. This is not the place to be shy, to pose. Do you understand? You guys can feel free to ask me questions. I promise to be vulnerable. I promise to be transparent with you. And that's not something I say in many spaces. Because I think that maybe sometimes you have to hear me and see me to know that I'm not asking of you what I'm not doing myself or what, I, or what I don't understand. I want to assure you that the reason why God, part of the reason why God would have chosen me for the task of being a minister here at the Radical Remnant is because if anybody was supposed to lead a community by virtue of what they've accomplished, what they've done, by self-righteousness or transactional or a transactional relationship with God, it definitely won't be me. I will be at the bottom. In fact, I will even be on the list. I am a recipient of grace. I stand only on grace. My marriage over 17 years, grace that God picked me, God spoke to me, God speaks to me, God reveals himself to me is grace. That I'm a mom not just to my biological kids, but to you guys, is grace. And the reason I understand you is I am you. I am you. I get you. I get the things you don't say. I hear the things you can't even say to yourself. But I want us to get to a place where we can see these things. Because when we start to see them and call those things out and deal with them, we begin to give other people permission to do the same thing. God is tired of the status quo. God is tired of pretense. He wants us to come 
one to each other, reason, talk with him. He wants to heal wounds. He wants to heal our broken hearts. He wants us to experience his love. He doesn't want us to act anymore. All that fake it till you make it, no. He wants us to receive grace and operate in his grace. And he wants all of us to be great, mighty men and women, not just there, okay? Thank you for listening. We hope you were blessed by that. For more wholesome, edifying content, and to learn more about us, please head over to our Instagram page at The Radical Remnant. Also, join us live for Chart Up on Sunday. We've reserved a spot just for you. All the details can be found on our Instagram. Once again, we're The Radical Remnant. Everyone, anyone, one God.